0: Hi, this is Anita from the Dusty Roads Podcast. Today we're going to talk about Buddhism, and in particular, Zen Buddhism and Tibetan Buddhism. And one of the reasons why we talk about these things, if you've been listening to my podcast, is the Dusty Roads Podcast and my blog, A Bus on a Dusty Road, is all about living our lives as a global citizen. So we kind of, you know, talk about a lot of different things. But one of the things we do talk about sometimes is about world religion or, you know, what these what's the differences between some of these religions. I feel this is important because to really understand another part of the world means that you need to understand a bit about the religion or who people are and maybe why they do some of the things that they do. A case in this is that there are different types of Buddhism. And two of the main types of Buddhisms in Asia is Tibet Buddhism and Zen Buddhism, but is not by any means the only two types of Buddhism. But I'm going to talk about some of the main differences. And before I do, I want to just tell a little bit of a story, because sometimes I love to tell stories. Is um, Years ago, we went on a charity trip and we drove from Chengdu, China, up into the mountains of Tibet. This was literally 18 hours in an old army jeep. And the reason we were in an old army jeep was because at the time, and I believe it's probably still true today, I don't even know if you can get in today to this area, but we had to have somebody with us who was from the army. So there was a guy that worked for the army who had a jeep, and he had the army license plate so we could basically go anywhere. But this was an old army jeep that essentially had no shocks, no seatbelts and a door that kept flying open every time we kept going up these mountain passes. It was quite an adventure, and after eighteen hours, I thought I probably had whiplash because my because the we were on these dusty, dusty, dusty roads, but also it gave us an opportunity to really see some of the real life in Tibet. And to go to some monasteries that n- had never have tourists, never have people visiting. You know, these are monasteries that nobody goes to hardly because they just don't have foreigners that come to this part or very, very few foreigners that come to this part of the world. So I was really feel privileged that I was able to see some Tibetan Buddhism in action and to be able to see some Tibetan Buddhists. Monasteries and monks that were, you know, th- that were basically essentially this, you know, this was not on, they, you know, this had nothing to do with tourists or tours. This was basically them living their daily lives. I remember going to one and there were some young boys that were monks. And if you look at my blog, you'll be able to see pictures of some of those young boys. It's a great photo I have of this uh, one of the boys and his little monk. Um, he's got like his monk, monk. Um, suit honors, you know, Buddhist suits, and he has these sunglasses looking really quite cool. And I thought, isn't that the way you know kids are, you know throughout the world? But I remember these same boys that i that we met there. they were on the grass, and they were reciting um, you know, reciting their scripture. They were studying some of their scripture. And I thought, well, this wouldn't be too much different than if you went to a school, you know, in England or the United States. If the weather was warm, the kids might be outside on the grass trying to, you know, do some of their study or having some discussions together. It made me really realize that a lot of times our lives are so much more similar than they are different. And I think so many times in life, we focus on our differences and not our similarities. So when I talk about some of these differences, I'm not really trying to focus on the differences, but more to sort of educate as to why there could be differences so that you can understand them. But at the same time, to understand that we also have a lot of similarities in life that If I have learned one thing about traveling around the world and traveling to some of these remote parts of the world is I have far more in common with people who maybe hardly even know much about me or my life that we as humanity have far more in common then we have differences. And I think if we can live our life, you know, living our life as a global citizen is a lot about us looking at what are our similarities, you know, what do we have in common? So with that, I want to, you know, go on and talk a little bit about so you understand some of the differences between these two uh, types of Buddhism, because they are really quite different. Zen Buddhism is a minimalist or a minimalism kind of Buddhism, The pendant is to live a simple life, or your minimalist life is strongly influenced by Zen Buddhism. So when you see the minimalism type of Buddhism, it is a Zen Buddhism. Tibetan Buddhism is much more elaborate form of Buddhism. When you go to Tibet, you can see how elaborate it is. And that's one thing that I really saw being in these temples of how elaborate the Buddhism was. And Zen Buddhism is from Japan. So that's where you get a lot of this minimalism in Japan, where people, you know, living their lives for like minimalist lives. And Tibetan Buddhism is mainly from Tibet. But what a lot of people may not understand also is that the Tibetan form of Buddhism is also in Mongolia. Zen Buddhism is kind of a mixture of the Indian Mahayana Buddhism and Taoism and, you know, Zen Buddhism began in China, then spread to Korea and to Japan. So when you go to like Korea and Japan, you know, the chances are the Buddhism you're seeing there is, is a Zen type of Buddhism. And, you know, Zen is a Japanese word, which most people think of Zen Buddhism, so they think of Japan. But the word Zen can be translated to mean absorption or meditative state. So it's really about the sort of minimalist life, living a, you know, a good sort of minimalist life. On the other hand Tibetan Buddhism is a much older form of Buddhism that started in the 6th to 9th century. You know, so it's really a very very old form of Buddhism and it came from India to Tibet. So Tibetan Buddhism is better known in the west than Zen Buddhism is. And part of this is because of the Dalai Lama has been quite an important uh person, you know, in the west, so a lot of westerners know about Tibetan Buddhism. Um you know, there's Tibetan temples in the United States, and this is largely due to the majority of Tibetan Buddhist you know, leaders, you know, such as the Dalai Lama. On the other hand, Zen Buddhism doesn't have the same recognition as Tibetan Buddhism does in the Western world. But when you go to Japan and other places, you'll see more of the Zen Buddhism than the Tibetan Buddhism. But yet worldwide there are more Zen Buddhists than there are Tibetan Buddhists. So that's kind of interesting. Though, so even though in the West, a lot of the Buddhism we see, in fact, I have a, a friend who is Swiss who um is with a Buddhist uh a Tibetan Buddhist temple in Switzerland. So, you know, there's more you know Tibetan Buddhist temples around, you know, around the world that are actually um you know, then there are Zen Buddhist temples, but worldwide there's more Zen Buddhists than Tibetan Buddhists, and that's because Zen Buddhism is prominent in many parts of the world, including Korea, Japan, Vietnam, and China. So, you know, that is why when you, you know, even though there, there'll be more of the population of the world is Zen Buddhist than Tibetan Buddhist. Tibetan Buddhist is practiced in Tibet, Mongolia, Northern Nepal, and a small part of India, Serbia, Far East Russia, and Northeastern China. It is also the state religion of Bhutan. You know, so those are the places of the world that you will see Tibetan Buddhism. And it is interesting when you go to Mongolia because you do see the Tibetan Buddhism there. So I, when I was in Mongolia, I found it very interesting to see the same, you know, similar type of prayer flags that I saw in, in Tibet. You know, Zen Buddhism and Tibetan Buddhism, they will emphasize different things in some of the religious practices. You know, Zen Buddhism emphasizes rigorous self-restraint and uh, meditation practice and looks into the nature of the mind and things. Zen Buddhism looks at personal expression as uh, to the inside into daily life, especially into the belief of others. It's about clearing your mind. It's about meditation. It's about discovering the inner, you know, hidden self within you, you know, and the light that's hidden within each person. Tibetan Bu- Buddhism believes in a lot of supernatural beings. And, you know, there's um, there's a lot of different gods and spirits. And it's like someone's from the outside, you know, looking into Tibetan Buddhism, may feel that Tibetan Buddhism is um. You know, it's almost primitive, but really it's not. It's very, it's a very deep and it's a very, you know, logical type of philosophy on life, death, rebirth and existence. You know, so, you know, Tibetan Buddhists, kind of, they believe in sort of like a Buddhahood and enlightenment to help others achieve the same state of sort of Buddhahood. So they both have this sort of like enlightenment to it, but they have different ways of their teaching. Um, Zen Buddhism emphasizes breath and Tibetan Buddhism uh, emphasize mantras. So, you know, if you, if you do anything with yoga, um, you know, like, you know, yoga has a lot of things to do with breath. But Zen Buddhism is to completely vacate your mind into a state of sort of like nothingness. And so that then you can, you know, purge yourself of all your desires. Where Tibetan Buddhism will use mantras and visualizations, and mantras are a short prayer that you know thought to alter one's mind and help connect with a particular Buddha or enlightened being. And that's what I told them at the beginning when I saw these boys that were outside there, outside this temple we went to visit, you know, just an average everyday temple. And the boys were there on the grass and they were outside, you know, reciting their, you know, reciting or practicing some of their mantras. You know, Tibetan uh, Buddhism is more religious than Zen. So it's thought to be more of a religion, you know, a form of religion. You know, that's because Tibetan Buddhists, you know, they believe in spiritual nat- natural beings, Buddhas, and, you know, and other things along with gods and spirits. It also has very complex rituals and prayers. Well, Zen Buddhism also has some prayers, and rituals, but you have to remember Zen Buddhism is about being minimalist and minimalism. So it's generally less complicated and less formal than Tibetan Buddhism. So even though they're different, they they have a lot of similarities. So like so many things in life, you know, Buddhism is a personal choice. And but, you know, but yet Zen Buddhism and Tibetan Buddhism are two, you know, very different You know, types of Buddhisms. Zen Buddhism is considered to be older than Tibetan Buddhism, but yet they're both very old Buddhisms. You know, they've been around for a long time. So if you go to this part of the world or you happen to meet someone from this part of the world, it's just interesting for you to know that there is actually a difference between these types of Buddhisms. This is Anita from the Dusty Roads podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate you being part of our community. We'll put a link to our blog about um, Tibetan Buddhism versus, versus Zen Buddhism, seven main differences explained. In case you're interested to be able to learn more, we also have a frequently asked questions section there be able to see some of my pictures specifically from Tibet and some of the monasteries that we went to when we traveled there. If you've enjoyed this, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe. We'd love to have you be part of our community. Uh, We'd like to thank you for listening because we know without you, this would not be possible. And we'd like to also thank Rico for helping put this podcast together and be the technical person who helps make it all possible. Thank you so much.